Welcome back to the Thrill of Victory podcast. My name is Seth Yates. Joining me, as always, is the legendary Will Fain. And today, we're breaking down the NFL schedule. We're looking at it. Going to go with our predictions for each division, Super Bowl winner, maybe even a couple award winners. We're just going to see how it goes. Will, how's that sound to you? Hey, I mean, honestly... You never steer me wrong with these intros. The legendary status. I wish I could live up to that kind of hype, but, you know, we'll see if we can make that work. You've been running with it for two weeks now, and you haven't let me down. So I think you've earned it. <laughs> Whenever it has been stripped from you, I'm sure we'll let we'll let everybody know. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't have it any other way. So to start this thing off, let's go with the AFC East. We got Buffalo, Miami, the Jets, and the Patriots. To me, personally, this is really just a one-horse race. I don't think anybody's going to touch Buffalo here. I think Josh Allen and the weapons that they have are just going to be too tough. Maybe you could see Miami or New England fighting for a wild-card spot. But really, I just see Buffalo here rolling through it, kind of like they did last year. Right. I, I have to agree with you a little bit there that Buffalo definitely is in the lead there. I mean, with the season that Josh Allen had, along with Stefan Diggs, uh, and then, I mean, you do lose Emmanuel Sanders and that slot receiver spot, but I think they're still capable to have enough offensive firepower to overcome that. But you are adding Von Miller on that defense that was already pretty good last year. And I, I think he still has some stuff to prove. I know uh, over the summer he did say that he wanted to be the first guy to win three Super Bowls and each one of them being on a separate team. And I think he could be pretty on pace for that. So, I mean, for me, I've got, you know, Buffalo winning it all in that division. And then I've got Miami in that second spot right there, right behind them. I think Tua is going to have an exceptional year. I think the the speed of that offense between Jalen Waddle at receiver with the addition of Tyreek Hill and just in that running back room, you've got Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds, both two very capable running backs. And Raheem Mostert's very speedy back at the same time. And then, let's see, we got, unfortunately, New England at the the reign that they did have over this division for so long. They're slipping away with Tom Brady leaving. I think Mac Jones is a capable quarterback, but they've got a lot, lot of young pieces in that offense and in that defense. And who knows how long Belichick can, you know, keep up that master scheme that everyone seems that he has. And unfortunately, even though this team does have some of my favorite players like Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson, uh, I do have the Jets finishing fourth in that division. They are very young, and I do expect them to be greater in the seasons to come, but they've got a lot of learning to do. No, I definitely agree with you there. You know, going back to Buffalo, yeah, they're losing Emmanuel Sanders, but I mean, I think we all saw the emergence of Gabriel Davis last year. I mean, just look at that one playoff game. The man had four touchdowns, really kind of showed his versatility, showed his skill level, and really showed he can be a piece of this offense, and he was much better. Sanders was gone. He stepped up and he really was able to explode and kind of show the skill that he had. So I definitely, while yes, losing Sanders is going to be tough. I think that they're going to kind of be okay. Yeah. I think they do have, they have enough offensive firepower between Gabriel Davis, Stefan Diggs, Dawson Knox, and Josh Allen has most likely the strongest arm in the NFL. I mean, just like in Napoleon dynamite, they can throw that thing a quarter mile over the mountains. I think I heard unofficially, in Wyoming with the uh the Nike ball, he threw it 82 yards. That was the unofficial that's, record. That's, that's insane. Right. But, but, I mean, going back to those other teams, with I, I agree with you with that order. 
Uh, I'm just not sold on New England. I think they're good. I like Mac Jones. I like what he showed last year. I just don't know if they have the pieces. I like what Miami has a lot better. Like you talked about the running back room. Mike McDaniel coming from San Francisco was kind of the, the architect behind that rushing attack that they had. And so I think they'll be able to do that. The biggest question mark to me is going to be Tua. We know he's accurate. That was always his greatest strength was his accuracy. But does he have the arm strength to really utilize Tyreek Hill? Or is it going to have to be kind of like Jamar Chase this last season where he's able to catch these short passes and break them off and take them all the way? Are they going to be able to stretch the defense, be able to hit Tyreek behind the DBs? I'm I'm just not sure about that. Right. That that's my biggest question. And, and you Mark. said with Mike McDaniel coming from San Francisco, I think because he was able to really scheme some of his really speedy guys like Debo Samuel, what he was able to do for a lot of last season, that running back slash receiver type of role, it'd be interesting to see if they do something like that with Tyree Kill's speed or Jalen Waddle's speed, because they just have that team is just speed at the moment. And so I think there's a lot of those, like you said, slants that'll really could bring the top off of some of that that offense, just speeding past all those DBs of the league, which is something that Tyree Kill does love to do, throwing up the cheetah. So I think I think we're in agreement there. Let's move over to the AFC North, right? We got the Browns, the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Bengals. I right. think you know, the Bengals really came out of nowhere and surprised a lot of people making their run that they did. Really kind of a magical thing. I think they win it this year. I think they, you know, I think they take the division. Uh, I kind of see the Ravens finishing second as a playoff team. And then Steelers maybe like in the hunt for it. But and then maybe Cleveland too, but I'm not not so much on them. Yeah, what do you think? Cle- so I think this is gonna be one where the we differ a little bit on our champion of the division, because personally I think Baltimore is going to go go and win this one. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson is going to be going for another MVP type of season. I know he lost to Marquise Brown uh, in the offseason. They traded him to the Cardinals. but And he does have some unproven commodities at res- wide receiver with Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay. But he does have that proven commodity at tight end in Mark Andrews, and that is one of the best safety nets in the league. And it's it, to me, it's just I think he's in a contract year you always see it that players in contract years elevate that game to another level. And I I think Lamar is going to put on a a special kind of show this season for the NFL. And then I would second, I would have the Bengals with uh, Joe Burrow. I do like Joe Burrow. I love the connection he has with Jamar Chase, but they did lose CJ Azuma to the Jets in the off season. And I, it doesn't seem like they really bolster that offensive line. And I, I don't, like to see quarterbacks getting hit as much as Joe was getting hit in that Super Bowl against the Rams last season. Third, I've got I've got Pittsburgh. Uh, I really like what they've got, especially in that wide receiver room. Chase Claypool, George Pickens, uh, running back. They've got Najee Harris from Alabama. I think he's going to have another great kind of season. And uh, I really like that defense. I may be biased with that defense with one of our friends, uh, Buddy Johnson. It's you know one of the best linebackers coming at A and M, and I I think that whole defense, it's something that the Steelers have always been known for, and I think you're going to see a lot of that with Minka Fitzpatrick and a lot of those great defensive stars. T.J. Watt, it's going to really show something special. And at fourth, I have the Browns. I mean, there's that organization is just really a mess, unfortunately. 
the defense will be good. You have Miles Garrett. Offense, you did trade for Amari Cooper in the offseason. But with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, I think that kind of limits what they can do. Uh, Nick Chubb at running back is a great, great guy. And then Kareem Hunt is wanting out, wanting to be traded because he's not getting that extension. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. Uh, what, what do you have for your last three right there? Yeah, I just have to disagree with you. I think uh, I think Cincinnati did a lot for that offensive line. You know, going out and adding Lyle Collins, they add Alex Kappa. You talked about C.J. Ozoma uh, walking free agency. They add um, Hayden Hurst. You know, I think they really they knew what their their issues were. Obviously, Joe Burrow was running for his life that entire postseason, and so they went out. And I really think that they were intentional about the guys that they got. They got a, a lot of good pieces. They upgraded the offensive line i definitely think we'll see a much more protected joe he'll be able to sit back and throw a little bit more everything that i've heard about baltimore is that they're going back to their really run heavy style that they used to run with which makes sense and you talked about how unproven the wide receiving core they have is but at the same time you know their running back room is kind of banged up as well jk dobbins is hurt gus edwards is hurt they signed mike davis i mean from what it looks like, it's going to just be Lamar. And if Lamar has a great year, you know, have has another MVP year, yeah, they could definitely make a run. But from just looking at what they have compared to what Cincinnati has, I don't think, I don't think they have enough firepower there. Um, I like Pittsburgh. I absolutely love George Pickens. He is that man is a menace. Uh, but you know, there's just the quarterback issue. It's the most important position in all of sports. And to have, you know, three guys go Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, and that to be your your quarterback competition, I'm just not convinced that one of those guys can unseat Baltimore or Cincinnati. And then like you talked about Cleveland. Deshaun Watson's out the first 11 games that came out today. And on top of that, like you said, there's just the unrest in, within the, the organization right when they were starting to make headway and started to look really good. Uh, they it all just kind of fell apart, and so I kind of have to agree with you. I don't, I don't think them, I don't see them making a much of a splash in this division. Um, that's fine. We can disagree here. You can be wrong. I'll allow it. You know, it doesn't doesn't bother me too much. It doesn't happen very often, but you know, we'll so, we'll see how how long that stays. Let's uh, let's get into the into the AFC South. Uh, so. I mean, this, I, I think this is, you know, one of those one one horse races, just like the the first one that we went over. I, I think it's the Titans one to lose here. I mean, I know they lost wide receivers, Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. But with Derrick Henry still, you know, being king of that division, I, I don't see which one of these teams is really going to stop them. I, I think Tannehill should have a, a – it's easy for Tannehill to have a good year with the play action pass of having Derrick Henry running behind him. And with that offensive line, uh, shout out for the the boys, uh, Taylor Lewan, one of the best offensive linemen in, in the NFL today, huge fan of that show as well. Hopefully we can get them on at some point, but I, I think it's the Titans to lose here, unfortunately. So uh, what, do you, what do you have here, Seth? I kind of agree with you. I think Tennessee might be the favorite. Um, personally, I am a fan of the Colts. You know, Jonathan Taylor was an animal last season, but he had a historic number of goal line touches. 
just because they didn't trust Carson Wentz. I mean, you saw the, the pick six he threw with his left hand falling down. And they got rid of that, and they go with Matty Ice, one of the most consistent quarterbacks that we've seen in a long time. You know, former MVP, Super Bowl contending quarterback they lost. Yeah, 28-3. Uh, to three. Don't forget it. That was tough. But they have a guy who has been able to do it and has proven to do it. And that the wide receiving room too is has improved. You know, Michael Pittman's a guy that could potentially have a huge breakout season this year. Right. I I think Indianapolis could be a team to watch here. I definitely agree with you that I think Tennessee's the team to beat. But you know, you you think about the way Tennessee, you know, lost last last year. Um, Tannehill throwing those interceptions, and then that was just kind of it. And then they draft Malik Willis, who was probably the most dynamic quarterback in the class. It wasn't a super strong quarterback class, yeah. but he was definitely one of the most polarizing ones. So you have a guy like that, you know, who could potentially similar play style to Lamar, maybe a little bit better arm, but you know, that kind of athlete. You just can have him sit there on the sidelines. You know, if, if Tannehill can't do it, or if he's not, uh, you know, able to to get you over the hump, then you've got that guy. But I. I almost feel like we're we're in for another same old story of Tennessee, fourteen and three, win the division, and then maybe just disappointing in the playoffs. But I really like Indianapolis. All right. So so let's so you've got Indianapolis winning, or you've got the Tennessee Titans winning. I think Tennessee wins it, but I I think Indianapolis right. could potentially be it's a wild card team. I think I've got uh, I'll have Tennessee finishing first, then I'll have the Colts right there behind them. And then I think Jacksonville is going to come up and surprise a few people. We've got that new coaching staff, Doug Peterson. He did win the Super Bowl with the Eagles not too long ago. I think that's going to be a lot more of a consistent coaching staff rather than Urban Meyer's staff. And I think that will help out their young quarterback of Trevor Lawrence and even some of that that young running back core of James Robinson and Travis Etienne. But I also really like some of those wide receivers. You've got Christian Kirk, another great Aggie, you know, really got paid this offseason. Unfortunately, he did lose DJ Chark. He did go to the Lions. But you do have some other weapons there that I think Trevor is going to be able to really utilize. And with the the defense, I mean, they they just had, was it Trayvon Walker from Georgia, who they drafted number one overall. Uh, Just watching some of the preseason, uh, he's had a few good, you know, snaps here and there. I think he could be a good defender. I don't think it'll be anything like that run they had a few years ago when they had that defense of, you know, Jalen Ramsey, Miles Jack, that really, that almost was a Super Bowl run, but, you know, they lost there in the playoffs. I I think they'll have that third spot. And unfortunately, I think the Texans are going to finish fourth. I I just don't see what that organization is really doing at the moment. It, It seems like they're following the Astros of when we were kids of, you get all these really good players, you drafted them, and then, you know, they get pretty good and you kind of get rid of them. I mean, they got rid of D-Hop. They got rid of J.J. Watt. Andre Johnson ended up leaving at some point. Uh, it's 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 kind of a staple for these Houston sports. Hopefully they'll, you know, go the Astros route and get some of these guys and let them stay and really perform to the top level that they can. But right now I'm just not seeing Houston as a viable option to win many games at all. I have to agree with you there. I I think Jacksonville will be much better than they were last year. You know, we we really kind of wasted a season of Trevor Lawrence just because of that that terrible situation that they were in with you know just 
inconsistent coaching and then a coaching change midseason. I think Doug Peterson will definitely bring some stability and we'll get to see more of why we were so excited about Trevor Lawrence for three years at Clemson. We'll get to see why we loved Travis Etienne at Clemson. You know, I know he was hurt last season, but I, th- I think he'll be able to shine. And then, you know, just looking at that wide receiver room, Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram at, at tight end. I think that's definitely a, a team that could maybe up win a couple games that they shouldn't. But I, I, yeah, I think I see him finishing third, unfortunately for Houston. I, I just don't see much. Although they did hire my all-time favorite coach, Lovey Smith. Right. And uh, Davis Mills, you know, is probably one of the better quarterbacks as of that rookie class last year. But still, I, I don't think they have enough on offense or defense to really contend for this division at all. Do you think they could contend for a wild card spot? I don't. I don't think so. No. I don't even, I don't think Jacksonville will be able to either. Uh, no. It's, there's, there's a lot of good teams in that AFC in general. And I, I think that could lead us into uh, one of the more controversial one of the uh, AFC West of who is going to come out on top of this stacked division in a lot of people's eyes. So who do you have in this division here? I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert was incredible, you know, continuing to make that jump. You know, they have Austin Eckler, just kind of dynamic back. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and then adding Khalil Mack. And didn't they add – who was the corner that they added? I, I want to say they added uh, J.C. Jackson, and I think yeah. that's a great slot corner with his speed. Right. That, that's what it was. Right. So they add, they add these pieces, and then on top of that, Kansas City has the toughest schedule in terms of strength of schedule this season. I think it goes down to splitting hairs there, but I think the Chargers are going to take the take the advantage there. And then I think Denver comes in third and, and Vegas in fourth, but it's I don't think this is a – fourth in this division is going to be at least a 500 team or like at least a right maybe one game under because now there's 17 games this is a really tough division this is going to be six games on the schedule that are going to be tough i think the chargers take it i think the chiefs come in second just because of andy Reid and pat mahomes there's a lot of questions get losing tyree kill is going to definitely hurt I thought, you know, when they added Juju, I thought that was incredible because they were getting killed with the two high safeties, and Juju is incredible in that underneath stuff. But now with with Tyreek gone, are they going to be able to utilize, you know, Pat's arm kind of like they have been in the past? Um, Denver adding Russ uh, is incredible. That's a great quarterback upgrade for them. Uh, I, I don't – did they add enough, though? Did they add enough to a team that wasn't, wasn't super great last year? You know, Russ – Russ moves the needle a lot for him, but do, but given you know the rest of the division, I don't think it does. And then the Raiders adding Devontae Adams was a great get. Um, I'm a huge fan of that. He gets to reunite with his college teammate Derek Carr. But I mean that that run that running back room is gross. Uh, I I just don't see it. I don't see enough firepower there to compete with the other three teams in their division. Right. Oh, you know, this, Seth, this is this is one that I, I personally think that you're going to be pretty wrong. Because uh, me personally, I've I've got Vegas winning the division, and I'll just throw some stats your way here really quick from uh, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, who were teammates at Fresno State. <clears throat> Derek Carr's senior season, he had he threw about you know sixty eight percent completions percentage. 
but he had over 5,000 yards and a touchdown-to-interception ratio of 50-8. to eight. At Fresno uh, State. I don't know about you, but that's – I mean, I, it doesn't really – I mean, hey, Josh Allen was at Wyoming, so look at him now. And then right, uh, just Josh for Devontae's, Devontae's sake, uh, you know, as a sophomore, he had 131 receptions for 1,700 yards and 24 of those touchdowns. So, I mean, personally, I, I think that they are going to really rekindle some of that that they had, and I think they are going to have a amazing season winning that division. Plus, you had, you have Hunter Renfro, who is, you know, as we always like to say about those uh, white wide receivers, he is sneaky athletic. He's been that way since he was at Clemson, catching touchdowns to win national champions championships. And uh, at tight end, you've got Darren Waller. I think he's one of the more dynamic tight ends in the league. The His size, his quickness and strength, I, I think he's a really good one to watch. And I, I'm not super high on that running back room of uh, Josh Jacobs from Alabama and Samir White from Georgia. But I think they have enough to where they, they will be able to really put up some offensive numbers. And uh, so let's, second, I, I have to put the Chargers. I really like what they have with Josh Herbert. I'm ready for him to get that deal with head and shoulders. His hair is incredible. And the running back, you know, you you stated they've got they've got Austin Eckler. I mean, that's one of the better run and pass catching running backs in the league. That's what he's known for. And then you add you draft Isaiah Spiller, who's a great third down running back. Wide receivers, you've got Keenan Allen, one of the best route runners. I mean, I, I think he can get open on just about any corner. And with Mike Williams running that deep route, his speed is undeniable. And I, I think he's going to catch a lot of touchdown passes just running by DBs. Defense, you've got Derwin James at safety, J.C. Jackson at corner like we put. And then just on that defensive line, I mean, you've got Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, two of the most outstanding pass rushers the league has seen in quite a while. So I think they could make a run for that that winning spot, but I, I've just got to give it to Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. I can't believe you're, you're quoting college stats as a reason why they're going to beat Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa and J.C. Jackson and Derwin James on that defense because they were great in college. If, it's, if it's something I give about it to chemistry. You, if we stick them back at Fresno State, they would absolutely light it up and they're favorites to win the, win the conference. Right. This is the NFL. It's a little bit I, different. I, I, yeah. It's a different animal. Yeah, even Devontae said, you know, it, it's not super difficult going from a Hall of Fame quarterback of Aaron Rodgers to another Hall of Fame quarterback, Derek Carr. So we'll we'll see how, you know, that, that all shakes out. Uh third, third, I'm gonna go have to go have to Chief, the Chiefs. Uh they lost Tyreek Hill. The running back room I don't think is very stout. They really didn't know what they were doing last year with it. Clyde Edwards Alaire did get hurt a few games. Uh, you've got you brought in Juju, but I think the loss of Tyreek Hill is really gonna focus make the defense's focus on Travis Kelsey much more than anyone really thought. And I think that's their main offensive threat is Travis Kelsey. So I don't really know where Patrick Mahomes is gonna go with the football. Is is Juju gonna be that wide receiver one or is Nico Harmon gonna take a step up? Or I mean, who's really gonna come out of that wide receiver room to help out Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes? Sky Moore. Sky Moore is another option. They've got they've got speed all over the field on offense. 
But even on defense, they did lose Tyron Matthew. He went back home to the New Orleans Saints. I think that's going to be a big loss. I don't, I don't know if they'll have the same success that they've been accustomed to. And fourth, uh, I'm going to have to have Denver. Uh, I mean, they did really upgrade that quarterback position over Drew Locke. I think Russell Wilson is a great quarterback. You know, he's a Super Bowl winner. He's got a lot of experience. I do like that wide receiver room of Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. But is Cortland Sutton going to be what he was at SMU? I mean, he's been kind of hurt the past few years and he's in the NFL. Uh, Jerry Judy is a great route runner, but what else do they have? I do enjoy the running back room of Melvin Gordon and Jamal Williams. Javante. Javante Williams. You've been watching Hard Knocks. Uh, Yeah. (sighs) Well, let's play a quick game here. All right. We're just going to compare Denver and the Raiders. All right, Broncos okay. and Raiders. Would you rather have Derek Carr or Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson. Okay. Individually. Would you, would you rather have we'll pick one. We'll take we'll say Melvin Gordon. Right. Or Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Right. Oh my gosh. Get out of here. Melvin Gordon's a little old. Okay, Javante, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. I think he's done more. Agree to disagree there. Obviously, you're taking Devontae over whoever in Denver. We'll just say Cortland Sutton. Uh, Yeah. Hunter Renfro or Jerry Judy? Got to take Renfro. I think you're just biased at this point. I've I've got to take Renfro. I think if you go down the line skill position-wise, I think Denver Denver wins that. I think, obviously, Vegas has a better wide receiver in Devontae and and a better tight end in Darren Waller. But other than that, I think Denver has better players all around. And then I think their defense is just going to be better. Another interesting thing is uh, both teams do have new coaching staffs. So I will be interested to see how that shakes out. I know Nathaniel Hackett, former Green Bay coach, moved over to Denver. I, I think he will do well. I can't remember who got the Raiders job, though. Was it a, was it a former Patriots staffer, wasn't it? McDaniel. Yes. If I told you Vegas has the third – toughest schedule this season does that change your mind at all that might but i did already make that pick and i can't go back on it now it was very unfortunate for those of you that don't know will um one of his favorite sayings is i will die on that hill so whenever he he makes his prediction even though he has seen the logic that i just pointed out he he's not gonna he's not budging on that it's something to stand by i mean if you don't have your word what do you have at this point Okay, so going back through the AFC, we got Buffalo winning the East. We're split in the North between the Bengals and the Ravens, but I think we're in agreement. They're both in, correct? Well, yeah, both very good teams, both in that wild card. And then we've got Indianapolis and Tennessee. Uh, I think we we both kind of agreed Tennessee wins that one, and then right, and then we're split in the AFC West. But we both agree the Chargers are going to make it. Um, that just leaves us two two wild card spots here, Will. That's see, that's the tough one. Cause with the Chiefs experience, I, I think they end up making it. They've got agree. they've got talent. And uh between Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, I don't see them really losing too much. I mean, barring something crazy happening. That's really just about it. I've got one wild card spot left. Oh, man. So I've got Chiefs and Raiders and Chargers. 
Titans. I got my Ravens and my Bengals. And then the Bills. I, I might have to really say it's a toss-up right now for me. The Denver and Indianapolis? No, it was uh, actually going to be a, a toss-up between Pittsburgh and Miami. Ooh. And I think I'm going to have to lean more towards Pittsburgh. I, I just like the way that defense is built. I can give you Miami. I think that's definitely a tough one. I think they could be on that I wild card they could, hunt. They could make some noise. Depending on what you get from Tua, like we said, it all comes down to what what version of Tua are we going to get and how you know how well is he going to play? Does he have the arm strength to really utilize the talent that he has? I can see it. I'll give you Miami. We'll go Miami as that last wild card spot. All right, moving on over to the NFC. We've got Will's favorite division, the NFC East. We have the Giants, the Commanders, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. Will, I'm just going to let you start with this one. That's see, that's that's where you're really mistaken because I'll let you know right now. I, I mean, I know it's a it's a saying every year that a lot of people like to say, but I really do enjoy this Dallas team. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that you did lose Amari Cooper in the offseason. You traded him away to the Browns. Uh, James Washington I think gets hurt. Dak, Dak is going to have – James Washington get, get hurt. It's very unfortunate. He's most likely out for this season. But, you know, another, hopefully, you know, Dak stays healthy. I think Zeke is going to perform to the highest level that he hasn't in the past few years. I, I know after that extension and he, he gained a little weight, but I, I think, you know, I think he lost a lot of that in the offseason, and it's going to be time to feed Zeke once again. I think CD is really going to step up as that wide receiver one. And then you drafted – who did they draft? They drafted a bona fide wide receiver. It would be a great rookie wide receiver. Jalen Tolbert. Yeah, Jalen Tolbert. See, this is this is why I like to keep you around. You you mm-hmm. have the names that I do not have. Uh, Jalen Tolbert, for instance, I think he's going to have a phenomenal rookie season. I, I think – He's going to kind of fill in for that. He's going to have the type of impact that Michael Gallup had on this team. Uh, so, you know, for me, that Dallas is definitely going to win this division. The defense, you've got, you know, Diggs back. I, I think he's going to have another phenomenal year. It's unfortunate sometimes he can't cover the best of them, but he does go for those interceptions all the time. I think Leighton Vanderesh is going to return to what he was as a rookie and really control that defense. Demarcus Lawrence is going to have another phenomenal year on that defensive line. You know, second, I think I'm going to have to go. This is a tough one. I think I'm going to have to go with the Eagles. I really like Jalen Hurts. I like what they've added with A.J. Brown to pair with Devontae Smith. You did lose Zach Hurts, but, you know, Dallas Goddard is still a very phenomenal tight end. The defense, I love. I love Darius Slay. I think he's one of the best corners in the league. I think he's completely underrated. I think he's going to have a phenomenal season as always. I think that's one of the best cover corners in the league. And third, I I think I'm going to have to go. This is really a toss-up between the Giants and Commanders. I want to say the Giants go third because I I think Saquon's going to stay healthy. I think he's going to have a great season. Uh, Daniel Jones is – he's a formidable quarterback. He can can make some of the throws. I I think he's going to really have a great option with Kadarius Toney. 
And I, I do enjoy that defense, you know, adding Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. I think he will have a, a good rookie season. And and fourth, I'm going to have to go with Washington. I, I don't think Carson Wentz is the one of the elite quarterbacks in this league. He does have some good weapons with Terry McLaurin out of Ohio State. He's a, a really good wide receiver one for them. They added Jahan Dotson in the draft. Uh, but I and running back room, they do have Antonio Gibson, but he's been proven to, you know, have a have a tendency to fumble the ball. I just don't see them winning enough games to really control that division. Right. This division and the NFC South are the two that for the life of me, I've never been able to figure out just growing up in Texas and always being around Dallas Cowboy football. You know, I've seen this division and it, it, it fluctuates, you know, you never really know who's going to come out on top. I think it comes down to quarterback play in this division. I think Dak is hands down the best quarterback here. When you look at all the other three teams here aren't sold on their guy, right? Like you, Daniel Jones has one year to prove it. Right. Um, With this, you know, incredible quarterback class in this next season, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks who are on teams right now who are playing for their job. They're not in a contract year, but their position is on the line. I think, Daniel Jones is one. I think Jalen Hurts is one. They went out and they got A.J. Brown. They have wide receivers. They have talent around him. So now it's either is Jalen the guy or is he not, right? That's what it's going to come down to for them. Carson Wentz is on his third team. He's back in the NFC East. I personally – I was a fan of him uh, coming out of college, but apparently he just – he struggled with uh, leadership. Apparently he kind of lost the locker room a little bit in Indy. I don't think Washington can do anything with it. And then the Giants, Daniel Jones, is has been super inconsistent. He's got the talent. Um, he's got the arm. He's got the athleticism. The Giants he's have got players. The speed. He's got the speed. Daniel Jones has the speed. Not the coordination. But, you know, they've got the running back in Saquon. The wide receiver room leaves something to be desired. Kadarius Toney's a great talent, but he can never stay healthy. Um Kenny Galladay is just kind of – he's been okay. Um, and Sterling Shepard needs to stay healthy Sterling well. Shepard needs to stay healthy. There's just a lot to be desired there. I think Dallas wins it. I don't think it's a super close division. Maybe Philly can sneak into a wild card spot, but I think Jalen Hurts is a running quarterback. They're going to be a, a team who runs it most of the time. I don't think he's the passer to take advantage of the weapons that they have, and so I think they're probably going to look to the draft after this season. Right, because there, I mean, there are some phenomenal quarterbacks coming out next that we anticipate to come out next season with right. Bryce Young from Alabama. You've got C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. You've got Will Levis from Kentucky. I, I think there will be some some great rookies in this quarterback class coming up. Right, and there's a lot of teams this past season who weren't, you know, sold on their quarterback play, but just because of how weak this last class was they had to kind of roll with it again and i definitely think philly did that and i think they did a great job i think they went defense in the draft they got nicobe dean and jordan davis they got just two monsters on the defensive end and then you go and add aj brown to Devonte smith and you've got some pretty solid wide receivers you've got the big body and brown the route runner and smith you've got players there like you talked you talked about dallas goddard it can Jalen Hurts take can advantage Jaylen of Hurts, it. Can he get the ball into them and let them make plays? 
right? I think I think Jalen Hurts is the wild card for this division. I think if he has a great year, I think Philly could potentially win it. But if right. he if he kind of tails off, kind of like he did at the end of last season, I don't. I definitely don't think so. I think they're they're looking quarterback in the draft and they're outside looking in. And I think this will bring us to the uh, NFC North, which is you know one of your favorite teams. So I'll, I'll let you start us off on this one. <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> so I'm just going to start fourth place. I have my Bears. I'm so sorry. Um, I really like what Ryan pulls. Everything I've heard about the direction that they are pushing the Bears and the way that they want to be, I'm a fan of and I love it. I have a ton of questions about our draft selection. I understand they didn't, they wanted to go best value available, you know, go in safety in the draft. Jaquan Brisker is a phenomenal safety. I love the pick, but outside of Darnell Mooney, we have absolutely nothing for Justin Fields to throw the ball to. And then David Montgomery, uh, everything that I've heard says he might at worst lose his job and probably at best he's splitting carries and so I just there's there's so many issues with this team I love the direction that they're going I love everything that I've heard about the direction that they're going I just don't like what I've actually seen from them but on to positives now the rest of the division so I really like the Minnesota Vikings getting Kevin O'Connell from the Rams I think he's going to have a lot of fun with this offense, with Justin Jefferson, with the connection that Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen have. They're going to get Dalvin Cook involved in the passing game a lot more. They've got a pretty solid defense. I really like Minnesota. I think Minnesota actually takes this division, in my opinion. Green Bay, I think they're they're coming in second. Aaron Rodgers, two-time MVP. His wide receiver room, there's a ton of questions there. there. There's a lot of question marks there. I mean... Alan Lazard should be the guy, but I, I don't I don't know if he's got it. Um, right. And they drafted Christian Watson for that. I don't know if he's got it. Romeo Dubs has looked the best of all their wide receivers, but that was a, a late round rookie wide receiver. I like the team. I think Minnesota is going to beat them this year. I think they're going to take the division. I think Green Bay comes in second. And then how do you not love the Detroit Lions? Right. You have to with hard knocks. Uh, and, you know, for us being Aggie graduates, Dan Campbell being their head coach, he played that end here. Their defensive coordinator being Aaron Glenn, who was a great corner fray in him with a lot of those great teams in the 90s. And on uh, top of even, all that, you got Jamal Williams. He's a great, great personality of a guy. Great and guy. Even at wide receiver, you've got Josh Reynolds, who was a Aggie great at wide receiver. So many great games, unforgettable moments. Uh, so I think this is another one where we differ on the winner because uh, I've I've got Green Bay actually winning this division once again. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is just too much of a competitor to really, you know, give up this division. I, I think what him and Matt LaFleur have done just last year was was phenomenal other than, you know, that one little blunder in the championship game against the, the uh, Buccaneers, you know, fourth and eight down by eight points and you kick the field goal, go for the points. Uh, that's, it was unfortunate, but I, I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to have a MVP caliber season. Once again, you know, barring anything, strange injuries, all that kind of, Terrible stuff, but I, I think that Romeo Dubes is going to step up as a true wide receiver one. Green Bay just has this thing where they, you know, 
take late round wide receivers and they just turn out to be some of the best in the league. I mean, Devontae Adams was late round, Jordy but, Nelson, Randall Cobb, because uh, they just, for some reason, do not take offensive skill players in round one. I don't know why, but they just don't. And that running back, you've got Aaron Jones, who's had phenomenal seasons, and even A.J. Dillon. I, I think he's on the cusp of having some great seasons. Uh, you know, Quadzilla is what right. they like to call him over there. Second, I've got Minnesota. Like you said, new offense with that head coach. I, I think they're going to make Justin Jefferson into that role of what Cooper Cup was last season. And I, I think that's going to have a phenomenal change of his game to really open up that offense. Justin Jefferson is going to have a phenomenal year. Adam Thielen could be a great red zone target. You've got Herb Smith Jr. at tight end and Dalvin Cook. If he can stay healthy, he's going to have a great season. Third, I'm right there with you with the, those Detroit Lions. I mean, I think they're going to be a fan favorite for a lot of people to watch. I know last season they lost a ton of games, but I think a majority of those were within four points, which those are the heartbreaking ones. But I, I think they're getting to the point of that culture where it's, hey, we're we're going to expect to win some of these games now. We've, we've been through some of the fire. And at four Fourth, I do unfortunately have your Bears. Uh, I do like Justin Fields as a quarterback prospect. I think he is a great, great young quarterback for this league, but I need them to get him some pieces. I mean, he's really thrown the air out there almost. You and me both. He, he was just not in a good situation. He was told from the beginning he's not the starter. We drafted him. We trade up to take him 11th overall. He's not the starter. He's getting no first-team reps. Like, going into the season last year. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, no, Justin's our guy. We're going to roll with him. But it, he was not put in a good situation. He wasn't set up to succeed. It was it was rough. It was hard to watch. So moving to the NFC South, we got the Saints, the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Will, give me your thoughts here. So for this division, I, I really think that it's, it's Tampa's to lose at this point. I mean – You've, you've returned so many people. Tom Brady coming out of retirement, coming back, and then you you add in Julio Jones to an offense that already has Mike Evans, Scotty Miller. Uh, you do lose Gronkowski, but I don't think that's going to be too much of a threat with you know the what Mike Evans has been doing. I mean, so many 1,000-yard seasons in a row. I don't think he's had under that since he got in the league. Julio Jones is going to be a monster red zone target for – the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, in my opinion. Scotty Miller is a great young speedster, and you've got uh, Goodwin at wide, at another wide receiver who's speedy and shifty. Uh, running back, you've got Leonard Fournette, and you've still got Ronald Jones. Uh, I think that defense is still pretty stout. You've you've still got Antoine Winfield over there at safety, and I think they're just going to make another run for it. I I think the Saints will have a uh, another great season, but I think they're just kind of right below them. I don't really know the connection of, you know, Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas, but I do like that they did draft Chris Olave. I think he was one of the great wide receivers in this deep draft class. It'll be interesting to see how the Saints do without their head coach, Sean Payton, you know, stepping away from the game for a little bit. Be interesting to see if he – uh ends up stepping back into the game not here too shortly with either some of the 
coaching positions that he's been rumored to with Dallas or even Miami. And then I think third, I'm going to have to go. This is, this is tough. I, I don't like really either of these teams, Atlanta or Carolina. Uh, Carolina's problem is Christian McCaffrey can't stay healthy. And with Atlanta, I, they're pretty young. I Quarterback wise, they've got Marcus Mariota and they've got Desmond Ritter, who they drafted out of Cincinnati. But outside of that, I mean, he's they do have Kyle Pitts to throw to and Drake London, but I, I don't really see much threat on either one of these teams. So I'm probably going to have to say Carolina is going to finish fourth in that division and, and Atlanta is going to get that third spot. I agree with you. First off, I love that with a completely straight face when naming the Buccaneers wide receiver, you just said Scotty Miller, number two, and just left it there. Um, That's that's who it is. Love that. No, but I agree. Tampa, as long as Tom is there running the show, I think Tampa's got that. Um, New Orleans, I think definitely um, they finished second. I think that's a very fun offense to watch. Um, They also signed uh, Jarvis Landry from the Browns. That's another great pickup. No, but I think New Orleans has got a good team. They're much improved from last year. I think they finished second here. And then I think Carolina season completely depends on who they start at quarterback. If it's Baker Mayfield, I think he's got a chip on his shoulder, and that's how Baker loves to play. And so I think finishing third, maybe even as high as second, just because he was drafted. I know we, we say you know they're all highly touted quarterbacks, and Sam Darnold was drafted two overall. But Baker actually – lived up to his talent for for where right. he was drafted he looked I mean, really he, good he, he won a playoff game for cleveland right and as we talked about earlier cleveland has just been so terrible for so long i think you know last year it's i think it's a lot of recency bias you know we were he was really bad last year but he was hurt and he wanted to play through it because he wanted to bet on himself and try and you know get that contract extension, get the second contract, but the team said they didn't want they didn't want to give it to him. So he bet on himself and played hurt and he didn't play great because the man had an injured throwing shoulder. And so right. I think, you know, a healthy Baker in Carolina, yeah, they don't have the best weapons, but I think he's a he's a competitor. He's super talented. I think they I think they could potentially finish second, but you know, probably not. And then I got to go at Atlanta four. I like Drake London. I like Kyle Pitts. They drafted Desmond Ritter. I th- I don't know if he's the the guy for him. He might eventually, you know, midway through the year, take the starting spot from Marcus Mariota, but I don't know. They're, it's they're it's just, tough at this point with, with that roster. I mean. With that roster and then with the rest of the division, I think it's going to take a lot for them to, to be relevant in this division. Uh, it's not, not – not a super knock against them, but they're they're in a tough spot competing with some tough teams, and I just don't think they've got a roster. There's a lot more question marks about them and what they're doing this season than there are about the other teams, and I think that kind of you know, puts them on the outside there. And now for our, uh, our final division, it was the uh, NFC West. I think this is going to be a lot like uh, our AFC West as well with the talented – few talented teams here i'll go ahead and let you kick this one off as well right so i think i think the rams repeat uh i just i like that team the talent that they have i don't know how they have this absolutely ridiculous salary cap 
where they're able to continue to add these players, but they just keep doing it. Um, you know, they added Bobby Wagner somehow. He's not the same guy that he was, but he's still a super talented linebacker to already mm-hmm. super talented team. I just think there's too much firepower there. I think the Rams keep it going. I think San Francisco goes second. Uh, it's going to come down to Trey Lance and what he's got, if he's good or if he's going to be raw, because you know, he's basically going into his rookie season. I know he was drafted last year, but he played very sparingly. He didn't get a whole mm-hmm. lot of snaps as a rookie. And so now they're going to hand it over to him and kind of expect him to be the guy, which I, I know you want to you like, that's kind of what happened with Patrick Mahomes, but I don't know. There's just, there's, I feel like there's a lot more questions about Trey Lance than there were about, about Pat. I think Arizona next they're there's just a they're just a weird team they've always underperformed they've got super talented players they don't have deandre hopkins for the first six games there's just a lot of questions there i don't know is is kyler mature enough to you know to run the to show be a and starting do... quarterback in this league right i mean there was the everybody was joking about that studying clause that he had but and then it, it eventually got removed but is that an actual issue you know for for Kyler and then there's the there's just so many questions there around this team and then you know Cliff Kingsbury's record the second half of the year for since he's been a coach in the NFL has always just been terrible so I, I, there's so right. many questions here and I just think given you know, the Rams and the 49ers I don't think they can do much higher than third and then Seattle is just I don't really know they're there I'm sorry it's unfortunate with that team at the moment Coming from Oregon State, I I was I got to be around a lot of Seahawks fans. They're a diehard fan base. They're some of the best fans that I've ever gotten to you know be around. But oh my, that that team is it's going to be a rough year. Though there's a lot of questions. You got Kenneth Walker. He should be a bright spot for the team. Um, you've got who they got Noah Fant in that trade, which right. I I think he's a he's a good tight end, a good young tight end. Um, Drew Locke, Geno Smith at quarterback. I, I just don't like that quarterback. And then, and then on top of all that, they have a defense that in week one of the preseason let Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett, and Mason Rudolph all look like legitimate NFL starters. So I just don't – I don't know. It's, it's not a trustworthy defense of what it used to be. It's it's not the Legion of Boom anymore, that's for sure. Oh, no, not at all. I, I think I'm really going to have to agree with you on – all four of those teams. Uh, I mean, the Rams, I don't know what kind of money that owner has, but I mean, I, I get you lose Von Miller, but then you add Bobby Wagner to go along with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. I mean, just that alone on defense is scary. And then on offense, I mean, for Matt, Matthew Stafford to have the weapons he does, I mean, Cam Akers coming back from injury in that running back position, I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. Then you've got Cooper Cup. I mean, as many records as he's broke last season, that, that's going to be a fun thing to watch to see how defenses try and scheme against him. But I, I think that's going to be another fun offense to watch. I know they they did lose that offensive coordinator to the Vikings, but I just see Sean McVay making the adjustments he needs to to have another great season. And then, you know, second, I, I'm with you on the 49ers. Uh, I think out of that division, they will be the second-best team. I mean – You've got Debo, Brandon Ayuk at those wide receiver positions. Uh, I mean, it is a running back by committee, but I think they do have some good good running backs with Trey Sermon, 
and Elijah Mitchell. And then, I mean, to me, you have the best tight end in football, George Kittle. I, I think he's going to be a great, you know, safety blanket for Trey Lance as a young quarterback in this league. Uh, I really like that offensive line. I mean, Trent Brown, the at tackle, is a phenomenal athlete. Uh, and then, you know, third, I, I'm with you on Arizona. I mean, I know they have a lot of weapons on offense. I mean, you've got Kyler. You do lose Christian Kirk, but you, uh, you D-hop suspended for those first few games. But yeah, you still have A.J. Brown. Green. You add Hollywood Brown. And him and Kyler were teammates at Oklahoma. But I still don't really – I don't know if I can trust that offense. Uh, I mean – not too long ago, I did see a stat. I want to say it was on Twitter, and it was about the time that the new Call of Duty game comes out. Uh, Kyler seems to uh, – his performance seems to dip a little bit. I don't know if that leads to some of that uh, film study he may not be doing, which was in his contract and then taken out like you said. But it, it is interesting to see that when, when a video game comes out, someone's stats start to dip a little bit. Uh, maybe he's playing those games with uh, Cliff Kingsbury, and that's why his coaching record is that way towards the end of those seasons. You know, who knows on that one? And and fourth, I, I'm with you on Seattle. I mean, I do love DK Metcalf at wide receiver. I think he's a phenomenal athlete, one of the best wide receivers, physically gifted to play this game. But at quarterback, you've got Drew Locke and Geno Smith. I, I don't think either one of those are really viable options. I think they're really – playing on one of these quarterbacks they can get next year's draft. The defense is, is nothing of what it was when they won those that Super Bowl. I mean, you had Richard Sherman, Bobby Wagner, Earl Thomas. Uh, it's, it's pretty terrible of what that defense has turned into. Yeah. Now the tough one is who do we have in our wild card spots for this, for the NFC? So to recap here, we've got the Cowboys winning the East. Right. Split on the north, but I think we're both in agreement. The Packers and the Vikings are playoff teams. Both both make it. Uh, we've got the Buccaneers winning the south, and then the Rams and the 49ers in the west. And I think we can mm-hmm. agree they're both in it. All right, so that leaves us one right. more wild card spot. I mean, I could see Arizona taking that last spot. I mean, because I mean, you them maybe the Saints. I could see it, but I think the Saints the Saints yeah. are going to go for it. Yeah, I, I think so. I definitely agree. With Jameis, Kamara, Michael Thomas coming back, Chris Olave, I, I think that's a lot of offensive firepower. I would love to see the Cardinals make it. I, I am a big fan of DeAndre Hopkins, but I don't see – I mean, they always have those back half of the season just kind of blunders. I agree. All right, so, Will, of those teams, who who you got making it out of the NFC – out of the NFC to make it to the Super Bowl, I think I'm going to have to go with Tampa. You're going Tampa uh, I mean, Bay. I, Tom Brady's the best quarterback to play the game. Uh, I think that championship game is going to come down to, once again, Tampa and Green Bay. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. Tom will get the better of Aaron Rodgers. I, I really wish it wasn't that way. But I, I think it's going to be the Buccaneers representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Who's your AFC team? AFC, that's going to be a really tough one. I think I'm really going to have to go with Buffalo. I, I just really like what they've got going for them with Josh Allen, at quarterback, really steering that you know shift they've got over there in Buffalo. I, I think he is going to have an MVP type of season, not like 
Uh, we've had some in the past, but I, I think it'll be a Bills versus Buccaneers matchup. And I, I've got to go with uh, – this is tough but because Tom Brady's my guy, but I've got the Bills winning it all, and I have Vaughn Miller having that Super Bowl MVP once again, just like he did in Denver. I think he's going to have at least three sacks on Tom Brady, and he is going to be the first player to have three Super Bowls with three different teams. I got to agree with you in the AFC. I think Buffalo wins it. I'm just – I'm a huge Josh Allen fan. He's continued to improve and just we, – like we talked about, that raw arm strength. And now he's an incredible athlete. He's a lot better athlete than people give him credit for and improved as a passer each year. And I think he's got a great receiving core with him. I think Buffalo makes it out of the AFC. And I actually, th- I actually have a surprise pick coming out of the NFC. I think it's going to be the Minnesota Vikings. I think Kevin Ooh, O'Connell's cool. offense is going to be electric. It's going to it's going to be a lot like what we saw from the Rams for these past few years. It's going to be fun to watch. You're, you're going to see Justin Jefferson all over the field. They're going to utilize Dalvin Cook, Irv Smith, Adam Thielen. There's just a lot of weapons there. I know Kirk Cousins isn't a super sexy name, but you know he's gotten it done. You know he hasn't won them. A whole bunch, a lot of games. Like there's been very few games where Kirk Cousins won them that game, but he doesn't lose games for him. And so I think, right, I think he'll be consistent. They've got great weapons and a really fun offense. They've got a good defense. I think the Minnesota Vikings come out of the NFC, and I have to agree with you. I think the Bills are going to win it. I think with that, I do really enjoy that Vikings pick, but I think it's maybe one year away, possibly one year away. One one year away, rookie rookie coach, uh, head coach. I, I think one one year away, and then they'll they'll really be on their way after that. All right, real quick, Will. Before we go, NFL MVP. Who you got? MVP. Ah, I think I'm gonna have to go with Tom Brady. You going Tom? I think he's he's gonna put up enough of the stats. With especially with the offensive firepower that that team has, and I think uh, that little semi-retirement he had over the summer, I think he's gonna he's refueled himself, and I think he's gonna have a different type of chip on his shoulder that like, hey, I, I am that guy, and I'm gonna show it to everyone that I can still play this game at the highest of levels. I gotta go, Josh Allen, like. The continued improvement, I think he's he's pushing Mahomes' uh, skill level now. I think they've got the talent. Right. I think they're going to have the team. They're going to have the record to back it up. I I think I just think Josh Mahomes. Josh Mahomes. Yeah. Josh, Josh Allen. Mahomes. Josh Josh Mahomes. Josh Mahomes. Same player. Very identical. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, as always, it was a pleasure, brother. Hey, always is. Bye, everyone.